This podcast should not be considered as medical or legal advice. If you are looking for such advice, then do contact a professional. But please find someone that has a brain and can think critically about what's going on in the world today. This is the Collective Resistance Podcast with your hosts, Leo and Fabiola. We will be discussing why we find ourselves resisting the narratives of the common collective, as well as why the common collective resists new information. Fabiola, how are you? Hey, Leo. I'm fantastic. How are you? I am great. We have a special treat today here for season seven. We've got... uh, Flat Earth Dave. Yes. Dave, how are you doing? Hi, Dave. I'm I'm doing great. Love talking to people that question uh, their reality. (laughs) Well, Dave, before we get started, just so everybody knows who you are, let me do a little bit of an intro here. Flat Earth Dave hails from the East Coast of the United States, where he was born and raised. He began his Flat Earth journey when he left his very lucrative corporate job and started his own company. As a hobby, he hosted a conspiracy comedy show at a New York City comedy club for three years. After many fans urged that he look at what he considered to be a ridiculous notion called Flat Earth, he (laughs) sought out to disprove this conspiracy and put it to bed once and for all. It was then that he discovered Flat Earth was in fact the true Earth and hasn't looked back. He is now on a mission to wake up the world to Flat Earth because it is the most important topic today, especially in light of today's current political and social climate. Now, Dave has been to a lot of other podcasts. Let's so just kind of do a little bit of a, of a who's who where he's been. He's been on Alex Jones Infowars. Alex has been on the news a lot lately. Uh, also, Chris Jericho from the WWE has been on that podcast four times. Flyover Conservatives with David and Stacey Whited. We the People Radio. Sam Tripoli's Tinfoil Hat. You've also been on four times. Love, Sam. Uh, Anthony Cumia's In Hot Water, and then also the podcast for comedians Owen Benjamin, which I believe he lives up by us here in northern Idaho, and uh, Chrissy Mayer, is that is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Okay. Yeah. And then you've also been on some international shows in Ireland, UK, and Sweden. So, Dave. And I, Coast to Coast Radio, Coast to Coast AM with George oh, Norrie. Ah, oh, wow. the big man, George Norrie. <laughs> yeah, love and, it. And, George. Uh, Caravan to Midnight, Veritas Radio. And a million others, not a million. Wow, a that's amazing. Others. That is awesome. So yeah, then the most important, and we, I know you mentioned that the people were coming to you, but but just to kind of encapsulate the question more, I mean, how did this be? Because even if you 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 uh, uh, proved it to yourself, how do you become a flat earther where you're where you believe this is the thing you need to kind of make your your stamp on the world? First thing is belief is the enemy of knowing. Okay. For example, where do I live? You you live uh, on Earth. Where where on where on Earth? I mean, in America. You, where in America? Oh, I'm not sure. The East Coast, well, New York. East, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> you you read that. Now, do you believe it or do you know it? I just believe it. I haven't been there. Right, right. So believe <laughs> we can't survive. We can't operate in this world. If we have to verify everything, right. we have to trust other people. We have to look at people, get facial clues. You know, don't hide their face. Um, right. <laughs> and we have to we have to use our our energy to 
navigate this world, right? If you have to verify every single thing anyone tells you, you're never going to get anything done. Right. Yeah. So you guys yeah. believe I live on the East Coast. Yep. Yes. Guess what? You don't. You're right. Okay. I do. <laughs> no, I do. Okay? But it's still a belief. I just reaffirmed it a little more. So belief is the enemy of knowing. Belief is easy. You can believe and you're done. You can go smoke a joint. You can go take a nap. You can do whatever you want. Okay? Um, but knowing takes time. So if you want to know, you have to go online, find me on Facebook, maybe. And then you find my friends. You look where they are. You find my high school yearbook. You're like, okay, that he is in, he's in Connecticut. All right? And so then you know. But um, people are lazy. People are, um, we're taught to memorize and regurgitate. We're taught to believe anything we're told. So how did I come into this? The same way every flat earther came into it. This is stupid. You're an idiot. I don't know why you're my friend for even suggesting yeah. that I look into this. Because that's what I did. I banned people from our social media for even suggesting that I watch a one-minute video. But then um. my good friend Sophia Smallstorm, she... Uh, we we're talking about you know a lot of deceptions in the in the world that are going on and and I said to her I said this is this world is so deceptive it's amazing this was back in 2014 maybe um, I said there's so much deception she goes oh David it's worse than that I think the Earth might be flat and I'm just <laughs> like not you too and she goes here watch these videos now she sent me some YouTube videos do I get all my information from YouTube no we get our information from the world YouTube is just a library. Okay, there's garbage. You, you can get good information from a magazine. You can also get horrible information. You can get great information on YouTube, truth. You can get nonsense. You can get great information from your neighbor. You can get horrible information from a neighbor. Okay? You have to sort it out. So YouTube's just a platform. So I watched these videos, Mark Sargent's Clues, Flat Earth Clues, and I believe it was Eric DeBay's 200 Proofs. And I said, interesting, but I'm just going to knock this Flat Earth thing out of the water. I'm going to disprove Flat Earth. I'm going to prove the globe. And that's it. So I'm going in with a biased mind. I'm going in with an agenda uh -huh. to prove what I want to be true. Well, guess what? The truth doesn't care what you want. Okay? Mm -hmm. The truth is the truth. And when you look and you realize there's no curvature, boats don't go over the horizon the way they tell us, right? You can't have a rock surrounded by water, surrounded by air, adjacent to a void. <laughs> Scientifically impossible. Okay, that's scientifically impossible. Okay, so once you start holding, pulling all that together, you know, and then you hear, you know, people say, there's a million proofs of the globe and there's no proof of flat earth. Well, upside down world, everything is backwards in this world. And that is the, the most backward statement ever. There are endless proofs of a level horizontal plane that does not move. Okay, we say flat, everyone's flat, you know, flat, there's mountains, there's hills, there's valleys. Yeah, topographically, right? Water, large bodies of water at rest lay flat. Testably, measurably, scientifically, provably flat. Okay? And people go, well, the Earth is too big. You can't, you can't see the curve because we're a micron on top of a basketball, right? That's a programmed response. Yeah, from right? Professor Dave. They want you to believe that you can, we're too small, but we can see a ship go over the horizon. Okay? Mm -hmm. But... You know, they say flat earthers don't like science. We love science. We actually use science. Heliocentrism is scientism. There's zero proof. I'm so sure of it. I offer three bitcoins for one globe proof. Oh, Anyone I, that takes I, my I challenge? Bet. Yeah, I was going to ask about that. The flat earth challenge. Can you yeah. can you go ahead and the dive into that? Flat earth we'll get into it a little bit. We'll get okay. it, we'll get into a little bit. And it's very simple. You just have to watch the daily video on the app every day for two weeks. And at the end of that, 
you two will lose the respect of your family and friends because you realize <laughs> that the Earth is completely not a globe. All right? So, you know, and, and then Globers expect you to have, you know, well, explain the entire universe then. You know, how about you explain your universe because your universe is pseudoscience and nonsense. So getting back to the curvature, um, do you know how the circumference of the Earth is? I don't Describe know. If we live on a globe, what, mm -hmm. you know the circumference? Is it like, so, what, uh, a mile per, no, eight miles? No, no, the uh, no, Not the, the curvature. The, no, uh... no, not the curvature. The, no, the, I don't know the, my math yeah, or yeah, my so, physics. So here's, the, here's the thing. Flat earthers have, um, know more about the globe than globe earthers. You know why? Because if you studied your model, not just read a textbook and believed nonsense, you would be a flat earther because your model is so scientifically impossible and ridiculous that any thinking mind will, will just go, I don't believe any of this. And it's not about belief. I know that it's not true. So it's 24,000 miles around, 24,901 miles around okay. at the equator. That's what they tell us. Well, the curvature formula for that, now there's a curvature formula. It's called eight inches per mile squared. Most people that's short right. circuit when they hear that, they go, I, that's too complicated. <laughs> eight inches per mile squared. It's very easy. Well, it's not eight inches per mile because eight inches per mile is a ramp, right? right? But if you're going over a fall, the first mile is eight inches. But then if you keep going, it gets steeper and steeper and steeper. So you have to square the miles. Okay. There's a problem with there's a problem with that formula though. So one mile, eight inches. Two miles. Well, square the miles. Two times two is four mm -hmm. times eight inches. Thirty-two inches. Three miles. Three times three times eight inches is six feet okay at three miles there's a six foot drop already okay so a six foot tall person standing at the edge of calm water shouldn't be able to see the surface of the water beyond right three miles because it mm -hmm. should drop below but we see way farther than that with our naked eye right then we get our p900 p1000 super zoom cameras we zoom in on things that should be dozens of feet hundreds of feet below curve and they're not we can see them okay mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so the problem with the formula is if you continue that formula over a thousand miles, a couple thousand miles, it turns into a parabola. Well, we don't live on a, the the globe is not a parabola, but for the first five hundred miles, it's accurate to a to a point. Like at five hundred miles, I think it's off. Um, there's three other more compu complicated formulas. It's off by I think a factor of like two or three feet or something like that. It's off point zero zero something percent, which is you know, you could dismissible, right? Well, and the other thing is, the, eight, the, eight, the they, they, they jump on us because the eight inches per mile square um, is, they say it's wrong because of the parabola. Well, no one can see a thousand miles. At a thousand miles, it's still accurate enough. But the thing is, it favor up to, up to 500 miles, it favors the globe. It actually says there's less curvature than there really is, there really should be. So we always favor the, favor the globe. So again, you're going to say something? Well, I was going to say, you know, I remember when I first uh, got introduced to the flat earth idea, I remember it was, it was years ago and somebody said something about Kyrie Irving, I think, you know, making a deal about this. And I was like, what? There's people that believe in flat earth. And then it's been kind of a progression, you know, we've consumed and consumed. We're always open to ideas because it's interesting, right? What if it was, you know, I mean, I don't have a, I don't have a dog in the hunt. I mean, I'm here in the middle of nowhere. I don't plan on going up in a spaceship anytime soon, but 
I, I do remember that's a good thing. I I do remember that you know we watched the um what was the the documentary on Netflix, which I know you're going to say it's Netflix. Beyond I'm not going to give curve. you any, but Beyond the Curve. And I remember they behind end, the curve. They, they, behind they, the curve. And I remember they ended that with the yeah. laser experiment on the water, and it kind of you know they left it kind of making flat earth look a little silly and i so i wondered i mean was that literally just because i it looked like eric dubay was involved in that wasn't no, he it was mark Sargent. Was no he it? was, oh, not. was mark Sar okay it was mark Sargent and um and jaron and uh globusters and, and yeah patricia so so let's let's talk about that for yeah. a second because when it comes up so it was uh the if you look into the 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 people that made that film yeah they also made some other films about some very beachy events here that happened in Connecticut. Okay. Hit pieces. Okay. I don't want to say the name okay. because uh, the, the, the bots go crazy. Um, <laughs> they, they've made some stuff. So the experiment that Jaron did with a laser problem with lasers is they spread out. They don't stay tight unless you have a condenser. So we got a condenser. We had like, a, I think it was like $15,000 laser and we put this condenser on it and we turned it on and um, it melted. The condenser melted. Okay. Oh. Right. So now we don't have a working laser and the, uh, the, 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 the experiment was uh, right, there was a road along a three mile canal and we had three pieces of plywood and we drilled a hole at eight feet above the water level on all three of them. So we have them all lined up. And if the laser beam can go through all three, that proves the earth is flat. If the middle one is higher, which it should be on a ball, right? the laser beam won't go to the other one because you can, you can no matter how high or low it is, from the first hole, it's gonna, yeah, it's it gonna up hit the wood. Or down. Yeah. You can aim it up or down, and, and you don't have to worry about leveling it. It's the third one that tells you what happened to my, my out of focus. Here we go. We can see you. I'm a, I know I keep going out of focus. Um, so the, here, here's what happened. So they couldn't use the lasers. So they said, let's just try it with a light. And they held the light in the, in the hole, and the guy at the other end, you know, it's dark. Um, it couldn't see it. And then he held the light up over the wood. And he goes, oh, I see it now, okay? And Jaron goes, hmm, interesting. Here's the problem. I believe the amount of curvature should be like 17 feet or something. It was ridiculous. But he's only holding it up, oh, what, two and a half feet higher? Right. Like if the earth was a globe, that would make no difference, right? So that's where they cut the film, right? Where Jaron said, interesting. Then they brought it down and they could see it. He goes, oh, I see it now, right? So that kind of proves that the earth is flat. But everyone there, Globers, Independents, Flat Earthers, we all walked away going, too many variables, we're not making any conclusions. Mm -hmm. If anything, the only conclusion you make is the Earth is flat. But we didn't even make that. But the, the film just flipped it, never said it, they just made it look like he was hiding the information. Okay. Okay? Then the other, yeah, and since we're on that, we might, we've got to talk about it is um, they used a, a ring laser gyro. Gyros hold rigidity in space, right? Mm -hmm. And they're trying to, if you have a gyro spinning and they had the special ring laser gyro, if the earth is spinning, it should process at 15 degrees per hour because that brings us around in 24 hours, okay? And um, they did it and it showed about a 15 degree per hour procession, right? And so they're, they're thinking about it. They're like, well, is that the spin of the earth or is that something else? Is that the ether moving? Because yeah. on the flat earth model, we believe that the ether is spinning above us. And so but Bob was on mic. He, I think he knew he was on mic. 
But he, he's like, yeah, we, we measured a 15 degree per hour. He goes, we better not let the Globers have that information quite yet because they'll go crazy. Cut. That's where they put it. Uh, right? Okay. But, he, but here's the thing. If you're on the Earth, on the surface of the Earth, the Earth is turning once per day. It's turning 15 degrees per hour. Right. If you're on the top of a mountain connected to the Earth, you're still turning at 15 degrees per hour because you go around once a day. As long as you're connected to the Earth at any altitude, it's still on a rotating ball. It still should be 15 degrees per hour. So they went up to a, on the mountain, I think they're in Denver, and they measured a significantly different rotation at the higher altitude, which unequivocally proves it's not the Earth that's spinning. It's either the ether or something else. But it unequivocally proves that it's not the ball, but they put it in the movie that way. The movie was a hit piece. On people, they put it on Netflix. And here's the other thing. When we do these experiments, $15,000 laser. You got people, you got, you're miles apart. It's dark, you're, there's bugs. There's all sorts of stuff that you have to deal with. Mm -hmm. And um, when, uh, when they said, hey, we want to film it, Darren's like, huh, you'll film it? You'll give us the footage? Like, yeah, yeah, no problem, we'll film it. So that's a huge thing off of our plate. Yeah. Okay, so after they filmed it, they go, oh, well, we can't give it to you. We sold it to Netflix and they said they can't, you know, we're not allowed to give away the raw footage. Okay. Oh. So you, so, so you can't, you can't recut a new, uh, a new, uh, yeah, we can't, episode. we can't show, we can't show them that it's wrong. Now the thing we could go back and do it again. That's money, time, people, right? It's just, it's just not an easy thing to do. These experiments that we do, these laser experiments, these long distance experiments, they're bound to fail. Why are they bound to fail? They're bound to fail because the weather doesn't cooperate. The humidity, the waves on the ocean, you know, if you, right. you're doing something, um, the the lighting, the just everything. There's like everything, everything has to work perfectly, has to, for, for the experiment to be done accurately, mm -hmm. right? You know, and that, that's but, a great, that's a great point that you, you, you make there because I think one of the challenges that, that I had, because we have several friends that, that, I think would classify themselves as, as flat earthers. And, and so, you know, they share videos and stuff. And, and I find a lot of that stuff very intriguing. But one thing I mentioned to her is like, it seems like a lot of little snippets of things, but then uh, they're very interesting, but then they never give you the full context. And I think of one that had a, a, a group of individuals that shot a rocket up into the air with a GoPro or something. And then it appeared like it hit a ceiling. And, and then it came down and I'm like, okay, that's, that's freaky. So now tell me what happened when they did it a second time. And, and, and there's nothing because there's no follow up in the, in the documentary so, to show me that they yes. did it. A that it? You got it. So this is the GoPro, the go, the go fast rocket yeah. uh, sponsored by GoPro. And it went up and they did something. This is a little sped up. Um, they, they gave us an uninterrupted shot down and an uninterrupted shot sideways. And then all of a sudden it went kerplunk and it hit something, went into a thicker medium, not quite water. It seemed like, you know, something thicker. Don't know. Okay. And the app started, it started going viral, this video. And we're like, what stopped it from spinning all of a sudden? Right. And uh, it was going wild. And all of a sudden um, MIT or something came out with a, said, oh, it had a device called a yo-yo spin anti spin or something <laughs> where these yo-yos come out and wrap around it. And, and they showed a little 12-second um, video of it on a little tiny model 
of, of how it would stop spinning, right? Why would they have this? Why would these people doing this amateur rocket launch add something like this, right? It was a total, um, you know, a, a, just a total damage control piece. But here's the most important thing that happened. Um, it turned on its side, and when it turned on its side, you could see the moon. Ready? Here comes the moon right here. This little dot right there, that's okay. the moon. Okay. Look at the horizon. Horizons look a little flat. Okay. <laughs> so, so what does that mean if it's the moon? Well, this happened in Arizona, right here. And if the Earth was a basketball, that rocket was a fraction of a millimeter over the basketball. Okay. At the same time, the moon was over Australia. Australia would be underneath that basketball. Mm -hmm. How could the camera see the moon below the ball? Yeah, right. That's a good question. That is intriguing. So, so you're saying though that that, and again, this is great context. You're saying that that rocket was not actually a group of flat earthers trying to prove anything. That was actually a no. Okay, that was I, the amateur rocket enthusiast. Okay, that's so, all. so 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 now, but this brings me to a better point because. I thought that was really interesting, and I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, Flat Earth has really gotten a lot of uptake. I mean, at least from what I tell. I mean, gosh, in our friend circle up here in Northern Idaho, I mean, we've got you know over six or seven people that 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 uh, really believe in that, or, or really uh, uh, are are sold on the idea. So I'm thinking, you have six or seven people that have actually done the work to look and to know that the heliocentric system is complete and total utter nonsense. Well, but, but my, my, my broader point, though, is is I'm just interested in there's got to be some wealthy people in this movement. So so <laughs> you so you're connected. So what are the wealthy people doing to really just annihilate the shit out of this so that, that so, they so can show that? Here's the thing, you know, when you're wealthy, you're comfortable, you like your money and stuff. And there's, there's lots of celebrities that love their, their fame. There's lots of celebrities that know there's many of them that have their own television shows, right? That spin off from another show. Don't want to say his name, right? But he's <laughs> full on flat earther, okay? Right? And, and uh, you know, he's getting to the point where maybe he's retired now. I don't even know if his show's still going on. Um, he's... He might come out. There's other very wealthy people that keep telling us, we're not ready to come out yet. Keep going. Just keep pushing. Keep pushing. Because when it comes out, you want to talk about change. This is change that not even a flat earther can fathom, right? When it comes out that all space programs are fake. You know that, right? No, I mean, Nobody's we, we, we've, we've said Again, for a long time we that we didn't believe in the really... moon landing. But, you know, it's so well, interesting to see the narrative change on yeah, the moon landing. Because now it's like... When comes out. Right, right. right. But, but, well, now, when... but now the moon landing is like, it's almost like accepted that it was fake. And it was done because we had to do it fake to keep up the, the you know, the uh, uh, charade with Russia. But there was real stuff that happened, but it's mixed in. I mean, it's totally shifted away from being... All real now. It's oh, we knew that a portion of it was fake. Um, well, see, that's a that's a side story that keeps you believing in space, right? Oh, what's going on here? Let me um pull this over. This is footage of the Russians landing a rover on the moon. Mm -hmm. Are you able to move that to the to your? Oh, oh, you know what? Right. I'm sorry. I didn't. I, I, there, there you go. I didn't transition. There you go. Sorry. It's all right. Um, so let me just bring so it back. So who was so recording them? 
the rope? This is, yeah, who, that's a great question. Do <laughs> they land two rovers on there? Right? Look at this thing. It's a rice cooker on top of a little thing, right? And the, the lid pops open. I mean, this is what they showed their people as real. And I think they showed us. Right? This is them on the moon. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that an Atari? So they did it first. <laughs> yeah. And then this is them landing on the moon. Who filmed it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> that is a good question. They used a, okay. a DJI drone to film that. <laughs> right. And, and you know, the, the whole thing with even the Americans on, on the moon, it's just so, so ridiculous. You know, we had the lem that landed on the moon. This guy, forget his name, was left on the spaceship. Okay, well, he's orbiting around in the orbiter while the lander and the other two guys land on Earth. Who's panning the camera up to show his floating book? Okay. Right, right. Who, who's panning the camera? Who's filming this? Right. <laughs> now, this is one. probably done on a zero G plane. You know, zero G plane is right, right. Parabolic right. arcs. And, and so that's all they're showing. Look, the, oh, in space, so cool. Why, why is that even going up? Right. Okay. Who's panning the camera? Mm-hmm. Maybe the camera's just it, sitting hooked to something and just. Yeah. yeah we can make up excuses all day long. Right. Oh, it's, on a, it's on a motion sensor and it's following this. And, uh, but, but Dave, yeah. I, but I wanted you to expand on what you were saying where, um, you know, things are going to change. This is the most important because, because I'm going to be honest with, with, with me, we, we, we get in arguments. We have a telegram group and, and, you know, some of the people really like the, the flat earth content. Others are like, they're literally like, I want to leave for, you know, uh, a week and then come back when everybody stops talking about it. And so what I'm trying to say is I've always said, well, look, I, I still haven't had anybody make the point to me why do I need a dog in this hunt be- since I'm not going to space? Because I know you seem like you've stayed away from the religious implications of this. So I know that's not where you're oh you're going to go. Or the Bible. Or the Bible, because we've talked about that a little bit in, in the show. But but why do you think it's the most important? So look at all the nonsense going on in the world right now. And how are they getting away with this? It's because people are lost in space, period. They're spinning out of control spiraling through a godless or distant god uh infinite galaxy universe right spreading out where we're, we're living in fear where an asteroid could take us out we're overpopulated global warming you know running out of fossil fuels basically i call dinosaur juice right <laughs> all of this stuff is lies all of it and they're you know they're robbing us, right? They take 40% of your money and then they give you 5% back at the end of the year if you're lucky and you go, oh, I got 5% back. Right. right? They, what about the others? What about the rest that they stole? Okay. They're taking your money and using it for technology that we'll never see, using it for medicine that we'll never see, right? What, you know, we, at this point, we should have something the size of a roll of quarters that heats our house for our entire life right. and something the same size that'll power our house and our cars, right? All of that technology is being hidden from us. You know, the, the water car, the car that runs on water. Yeah, right? no, I remember water that, yeah. Water is hydrogen and oxygen, both flammable, okay? Um, that's being hidden from us because you can't control it. You can't charge for it. And so imagine if you didn't have to pay for fuel for your car, you didn't have to pay for heat or air conditioning for your house, right? And nobody took your, the, the, your hard-earned labor away from you. That's a start. What if you found out that there's more continents, more continents. Yeah, now that that's right? intriguing. That is intriguing. I mean, a lot of people, 
you know, haven't uh, even ventured out of their city. You know what I mean? So I'm, I'm wondering, you know, does that really, because somebody made the point to me, they said, look, if you don't, I can't remember what they said, they said, if you don't know where you're from, you can never go home or something like that. Can, that. That's right. I mean, I'm starting to question whether Antarctica goes all the way around. Mm-hmm. This right. might not even be there. So Antarctica it's evolving. might just be a couple of islands. It might be a couple of islands. An island off of uh, New Zealand, right? And uh, an island off of here and maybe an island off of here. This could all be open for all we know because no one's allowed to go there. Mm-hmm. Okay? Like, you know, I'm, I'm on you know the ocean side here near New York City, Long Island. Right? When I pull up to Long Island, I don't know how far it goes. Right? It's really like 100 miles or something like that. It's not thousands of miles. I mean, someone could tell me that it's thousands of miles around, right? But I would mm-hmm. never know unless I went there. Extra land, extra territory, extraterrestrials from the extra terra in the outer space, right here on Earth. Scientifically possible. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's definitely land out there, but there's a lot of evidence that there's a lot of there's more land out there. Can we go and, over some of this evidence? Maybe do you have anything? Well, there, there's there that you can share. There's, there, well, think about this. The, um, the, the, so when they when Admiral Byrd, um, you know mm-hmm. about Admiral Byrd, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So, 1950s so Admiral Byrd, or 1940s? 1940s and 50s. And then he went out there, did a couple of news conferences. Interesting how he has a flat earth map behind him with uh-huh. a clock on it. Okay. <laughs> and, um, you know, he said there's land out there with more resources than anybody, um, you know, with, with, no, with no human has ever seen. Okay. No human has ever seen it. More resources. And then there's up oh, Antarctic Treaty. Every country in the world, or well, first a dozen, now every major country in the world has signed on to the Antarctic Treaty. And this says nobody can independently explore Antarctica. Mm-hmm. And do they say why? We have to protect the penguins and the ice. <laughs> oh, go okay. ahead. Deforest people... the Amazon, the lungs of our world. Go right. ahead. Deforest that. Do, you know, get re- genocide people, but don't go where there's no people, no plants, no animals, except a few penguins, and tons of resources that can power our world. How come ExxonMobil isn't petitioning this? Like, hey, you want cheaper fuel? Let's go to Antarctica. No, no one's allowed to go there. Mm-hmm. Now, there are researchers. I mean, we hear there are researchers there, right? There are people. Well, the researchers there, so where they are, is they're on the they're on the shoreline of Antarctica. Okay, mm-hmm. so let me pull up a map. Um, uh, well, you know, I, I also I also caught a uh, this was a couple of years ago. I caught a Rogan podcast where this guy, this young guy, he was uh, he apparently had supposedly hiked across Antarctica. I, I don't know if that's uh, um, yeah, the Jan- uh, Colin O'Brady, and um, he. Uh, it's it's all it's actual complete and total nonsense. Uh, but all of these guys that claim it, they're they're horrible at lying because they show their court they show their their course. I'll, I'll show you. So okay. here's the Gleason's map coming up. Where's where's that? Why is that not showing? Okay, here we go. So here's the Gleason's map. All right. So here we are. Here's our world: South America, Australia, New Zealand, and this shoreline is Antarctica. So what's out here? But Callan O'Brady, I think he went here. Then he went over to here, and then he went over here, and then he was picked up. Okay. Oh. And but on a on a globe, you know, on a on a uh, on a globe, he says, "Well, I went from let me see where it is." Um, 
Hold on a second. Antarctica. Um, on a globe, he's like, I went from, I gotta find it. Well, and my, and my follow-up would be, would be if nobody can go there, how did he get there? You know, well, what I mean? some, you know, you can, you can go, don't say nobody can go there because then they jump there and say, look, there's a hundred different companies that you can take a 10 to $50,000 trip there for three days. Very, they put it out of most people's price range and you just get to go from here to an island here. And by the way, there's islands out here called Rothschild Island. Uh, there, there's like crazy names for these islands that all have to do with what's going on in the world today. But they take you to this little island here and they show you some ice and some penguins. That's it. Okay. <laughs> this little thing. So Colin O'Brady went from here. He went to here. He, he said he went from here and he went to there. Okay. That's not crossing Antarctica. I just showed you on the map. Right. Just skirted the edge a little bit. Mm -hmm. Right. And then his whole thing about how he used a compass, compasses don't work there. <laughs> right. We have people that shown us compasses don't work there. Okay. Why don't compasses work there? How come if we have this bipolar world, we don't have compasses that point to the South Pole? They only point to the North Pole. And the South Antarctica is so far away from the North that compasses don't work. Right. Now that's Here's interesting. I didn't realize that we, so, so yeah, there's no such thing as a, there's no such thing as a compass that points to the South pole. Okay. Yeah. Sometimes they get a compass and they make the magnetic part on the, on the back side, on the South side. And so it points to the North and, but it says South. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Yeah. They just reverse the compass and tell you that's it. And like, you know, unless you go and check the compass, where's the magnetic part. Right. Okay. Mm -hmm. So, um, so, Let's look, let's look at circumnavigation for a minute, just so people understand. Here's our world. Here's mm -hmm. our magnetic center. I got a magnet here. Okay. So here's my boat or airplane. And look at the needle. It's pointing towards the center. I'm trying to push this west, but I have to keep turning. Because if I don't turn, I won't be heading west. West is right here on this side. Right. So I'm driving west. But the compass always has to point to the north. Now I'm heading east. East is a circle. Right. East is a circle. West is a circle. Same as same thing is true on a globe mass, on a globe. But if I try to dead reckon, so I'm, I'm not moving, I line it up. Okay, that's west. As soon as I start moving, if I don't start turning to the north, I'm heading south. South is every direction away from the center. Okay. That is south. That is south. That is south. Okay, here's the problem with a flat earth, though. On a flat earth, you can't head south. Like, you can't head from New Zealand and pop up over here on a globe. You can, you can't head South this way and then pop up over here. Right. Mm -hmm. That's a problem, right? It just keeps on going. Right. Mm -hmm. Nobody has ever done it. Right. Now I'm heading North, North, North. And as soon as I pass the North pole, look, the compass did a 180. I'm heading South. Every straight line is South. South is that way. South is that way. South is that way. South is that way. Even if you're heading north, if you keep going in a straight line, you're heading south. So, so then, every direction is south. So then, hypothetically, um, or there was some pilot, I guess that we we somebody posted in our our group that had done the the course. You know, the what was his name? There was a documentary about him. He had the gone spider. From the, it's called Spider Tracks. So this guy. We're going to said he's going to do south southern circumnavigation of the world, go for the world record. We're like, great. And like, we yeah, can track I got a live. world record. That's right. Yeah, he got the he got the Guinness Book of World Records. So here's the North Pole. So he went up to North Pole over here to Alaska, California, Hawaii, out here, these islands over here, Santiago. 
Then he went to the supposed South Pole. And then it was like, well, the weather's too bad. So we're changing. We're going to come back here, go up through Brazil, New York, and up and around. And we're like, see, he didn't do it. He didn't do it. And they're like, well, the weather was bad. Guinness Book gave him the world record for Southern Circumnavigation. Okay? Let's look at that on a flat Earth map. Mm-hmm. He went here, went over here, went over here, went over here, and came back. That's all he did. He just did this little loop. Okay. Is that circumnavigating a ball? Or is he just traveling around his, the world pond? The world is a pond. Like a pond. A po- what, what holds the water in a pond? Gravity. The edge. Well, no, no. What holds the one? Oh, what the contains. The yeah, the edge. The, yeah. So, so the the edge, the edge of the water, um, is held in by the land, right? Mm-hmm. If you lowered the land, the water is going to flow away, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Antarctica, they tell us, is the highest land on Earth. It's the land that surrounds our world pond. Okay. All of the continents are surrounded by water, but all of the water is surrounded by land. Mm-hmm. Antarctica. What's out here in the outer space? Outer space. Why are all of the largest telescopes in the world, besides being owned from the Vatican, another rabbit hole, why are they all in southern places like Santiago and New Zealand? Um, why are they all looking out and not up? They're all looking away from the center. They're all looking south. What are they looking at? Why aren't they looking up? So you, know, so you mean those are telescopes that are looking out instead of looking up? They're, or they're all stations? looking out they're all looking south so what they're is looking, looking is it an up. instrument that they have what no, is looking telescopes all the big telescopes are owned by the vatican okay and you know what their biggest telescopes the name of it is the acronym what is it is it lucifer, lucifer? Yeah, so. <laughs> yeah lucifer <laughs> i mean so come on, people! Uh, but you know, they, they put it all in front of us. Go ahead. But you, you said something earlier that 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 I thought about. At least I don't know if it was how you meant it. But um, I mean, aren't there powerful enough um, lenses where we can just see? I mean, just it's not even like remotely um, uh, uh, debatable. Like we can see. Like I don't know what what's the, what's the is is there a wealthy person that that has like a, a super telephoto that goes you know a hundred miles or something? Why can't we see out in like across New York Har- or not New York Harbor but from the Statue of Liberty out into the ocean you know way way beyond the three mile that we're supposed to? I'm talking like not even remotely close. Can we not? Is there not? There's no technology that can allow us to do that to see how far we can see. Or, or is it, yeah, the, so, or is it the, the something that's happening on the surface that doesn't allow the lens to see the other side? Well, if you've ever been in a large swimming pool with crystal clear water, you can't see from one end to the other. If it's like, you know, 50 yard long pool, you can't see because the, the, it gets, it just becomes opaque over distance. Okay. By the way, what we're watching here is the U.S. Army's first balloon into space. This is what they showed us as real. Look at this. <laughs> <laughs> they showed us that as real. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> let, me just, let me just show you that again. They showed us this as real. Oh, good lord! This is this is what the U.S. Army is showing us: our first trip to space on a balloon. Oh my, that's not helping them. Okay, <laughs> that's not helping. And like, why can we see the star? Shouldn't the moon be blocking it? Like, this is the moon is here. Right. Why should we see a star below behind it? Yeah, good question. But now, Dave, tell yeah. me, tell me about. Um, the commu- Can we talk about the, diome- diomedes? the diomedes? 
And the what? 24 hour sun. So the diamonds are the two islands that are between Alaska, you know, in the um, Bering Strait over there. One yeah, yeah. supposedly is Russian, the bigger one, the smaller one is uh, American. And mm. they apparently, I heard that there is a four to five hour difference or depends on the time of the year where the sun will rise. And that's right where the international dateline goes through. Right yeah, there's those. something funky going on with the international dateline, but I was looking into it and I have to do, I have to model out more, but because of their latitude difference at a certain time of the year, the sun will, will show up in one of them and not on the other. Just like the reason we have 24 hours of night in Alaska for a long time, for, I don't know, a month the or two. The 24-hour sun? Sorry. No, well, they, 24 well, hour sun. So, so here, let, let's look at it on, on, on the app here. Okay. Okay. So let me bring the sun to June, April, May, June. So in June, the sun is over the Tropic of Cancer. Mm -hmm. And so Alaska is right about here. A little hard to see. Alaska is close to the yeah, center. It is hard to see. Now, the reason the sun, the reason the sun sets is because it gets too far away from you and it sets just like streetlights on a long street. They set. You can't see them. They merge with the horizon and the atmosphere blocks their light. But during the summer, the very places far north, the sun is always very close to them. Let me speed it up. So the sun like, is always very close to the center here. So the sun never sets, okay? But then six months later, when the sun is all the way out of the Tropic of Capricorn, its light can never reach these very northern locations. And so there's 24 hours of darkness. Okay. The sun sets due to perspective. We're going to, I'm going to, let me show you an example of that okay. just to bring your head around it. Okay. So that's the, the problem with the flat earth is, well, then I understand in June when the sun is far away from Alaska, from uh, Antarctica, that they bring, bring it there. Okay. So, there should be 24 hours of darkness, which there is, okay? okay. In the outer parts of Alaska, this doesn't really show you, you know, as you get out in Antarctica. Um, that makes sense, but 24 hours of sun, well, how, how could that work, right? If the sun was in their summer, so all the way out here, well, how can there be sun here when the sun is way far away. Mm -hmm. Well, here's the thing. There is no 24-hour sun in Antarctica. There's only four, three or four faked videos of it. Clearly really? faked. Clearly, there's no 24-hour sun. Now, we, will, we have um, um, uh, there's, there's, uh, some webcams uh, in Antarctica that we were watching, and we could watch these flag poles, and the, the shutter goes around, and then it jumps. Eight hours is cut out every day. And we, we actually messaged them, Jaren, from Jaronism, was communicating with them like well, well how come you do that they're like well we don't have enough bandwidth uh you know like we don't we don't have this we don't have that we're like we'll send you a hard drive you know what like just give us you know a couple days worth of video nope 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 then they stop responding right mm -hmm. there's no video of the 24-hour sun so people don't believe me though by the way um on the app if you hit the frequently asked questions button there's a button called antarctica and the 24-hour sun mm -hmm. if you click that up comes videos that YouTube won't let you see. And we show you, we got Colin O'Brady's trip in here. We got um, Colin O'Brady right here. Right. 
there. One of, one of those, one of those right there. Um, yeah. Um, we have the, the video I was telling you about. We have the Antarctica, sorry, Antarctica is closed, <laughs> which shows you why you can't go there. Okay? okay. We've done all of the, people say, why don't you just go there? Why don't you just get a ship? Why don't you right. do this? Why don't you get a permit? Right? And we, one of our, one of our guys is a lawyer and he literally broke it down, made the phone calls, emails, checked it out, read the literature, and broke it down into a 30-minute video showing you how you cannot go to Antarctica. So all of these videos that they don't want you to see are right here, okay? Okay. Um, and that, that's what the app does. You know, you Google Flat Earth, you're going to end up at just getting garbage. You're going to end up with what they think is a hurtful video with uh, um, the guy that calls himself Professor Dave Explains who's not a professor, he's a failed musician, who admits that he doesn't know what he's talking yeah. about. He, hire, he hires other people, he said other scientists, which he won't tell us which ones they are, to inform him so he can go on his YouTube channel. I thought he's, he was a physicist professor or something. He's not. He's a failed musician. He, he never... Never had got any degrees, I don't believe. That was um, a hard. Well, I, I, I will watch. tell you. I tell oh you what, what what he <laughs> yeah. is. I mean, I mean, despite flat Earth or round Earth or whatever, he's a dick. You know. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing. So when you Google flat Earth, that's like one of the top hits. They think that that video is hurting us. Basically, what it's doing is it's getting the people that would never look at flat Earth, getting the people that would follow a Professor Dave, right? And I get these emails going. Hey, I'm not a flat earther in any way. The earth is definitely a globe. But why did he act like this? That yeah. gives me the opportunity to send them a link. Yeah. Watch these videos. Watch this playlist. I have a, pl a special playlist. I send those emails. And then a couple of days later, I get an email back going, holy crap. This well, thing is real. Because I was going okay. right? to ask wait, wait, you, because I was like, why track. do you do those interviews? Because he seemed like such a dick. We're getting well, off track. No, so here's the thing. I, I, I didn't want to do the interview. And, and uh, this channel's like, you know, come on, let's be highly moderated. Will you ask questions and he'll answer them? None of that happened. The no. whole thing just fell apart right from the beginning. It's all right, though. It's bringing tons of people over. That's it's bringing nice. tons of people over. Yeah. Okay. And the people that actually watch that and then go, oh, that's it. The earth is a globe. They're not smart enough to figure, to figure out the reality of the world. And they're better in the matrix. The matrix is the heliocentric system. It's a prison for your mind. Because if you think you live on a ball with limited resources and limited everything, you're limiting your thoughts and your thoughts that create your reality are limited. And then you become, you just remain a slave. Mm -hmm. When you unplug from the matrix, the heliocentric system, you free your mind and you expand your world and um, you take back your power. And that's what they don't want. That's mm -hmm. why this is the most important topic of all, because if all the flat earthers, right? When I say all the flat earthers, we're growing so super fast, right? All the flat earthers, if they, they all know about this thing. They all know about, um, you know, that nobody has control over them. Nobody has control over their minds other than in their, your imagination. They're all awake. If people woke up to the flat earth, if everyone in the world watched this video when you, when you post it, right? And they go, hey, this guy's making sense. That's it. All governments crash, right? Everything changes. When this information comes out, you're talking about a shift so big, which I mentioned before, that you can't fathom what's going to happen. And it's all for the better because we'll take our world back. Right now, we're slaves. These are just the flat earthers that are around me. And this app helps bring people together. You know, I can tap on somebody. Now, does it, can, what is the privacy on it? Is it like the tracking you? You don't you? have to. Well, so very good. So the, 
the the trolls out there. It's a tracking app. I have so many things in there to make it a horrible tracking app. One, you can disguise your location by default in your phone. Two, on here, you can say, show my approximate location only. Okay. Three, you can turn off your location. You can remove yourself from the app if you don't want it. And the third thing is, the fourth thing is, um, whenever you move to a new location, it doesn't update your location until you manually tell it to update your location. Okay. 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 So, so here's the thing. If you're worried about being tracking, tracked, get rid of your phone that's and your right. face. Yeah. Okay. That's right. And if you have a phone or a face, <laughs> you're being tracked. Okay. My app is the last thing they're going to use. The last thing. No, right. No. They don't really yeah. like flat earth earthers and they start. Right. The whole world was down. destroyed by Dave's flat okay. earth app. Yeah, Dave, yeah, yeah. So can you share just, the just map? Just to show you, when people say flat earth is dying, does this look like flat earth is dying? Right? No. These I I can't even see. Looks like bacteria. Right? No. Yeah. This is this is look at the UK. So is that a right? flat Earth map you have there, or is that a globe? <laughs> no, this is a globe map. But the reason is because we're using Google services and oh, we can't. Oh, gotcha. We, they they're the ones that you know have the the GPS. Right? What does GPS use? It uses latitude and longitude. Right. Where's the z-axis? If you're on a globe. How come there's no z-axis? How come they're using a two-dimensional tracking system? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Why do they use a two-dimensional system on a three-dimensional world? Mm -hmm. I'll ask our listeners about that. But can you bring up the flat earth map? And I heard there's different versions of the map. Is that correct? Well, here's the thing. We don't have um, a perfect map. There's no, I don't believe that our, our map is perfect. And flat earthers, um, a lot of people have different ideas. There's a dome. There's no dome. There's just this. There's more land. There's other puddles. Okay. There's, um, you know, all sorts of stuff. All interesting stuff. All stuff that's great to discuss. We want the right to explore Antarctica. Are there more lands out there? Right? Are there more lands beyond Antarctica? Right? Mm -hmm. um, and the question is, we want the right to explore. I mean, is the world set up like this, right? We're, we're here, mm -hmm. right? And then you have other lands out there. Mm -hmm. Is the world possibly set up like this, right? We're here in this puddle, and these are other planets. What is uh, it that, you know what the original definition of planet no. is? A small portion of a plane. Oh, a planet, yeah, okay. A, a planet. planet. Okay, okay. These are planets of the plane. Oh, but now that is All not what was in the sky. What is in the sky? Where are the luminaries? And what is what the sun? What are the luminaries? That was great, great. Yeah, yeah, great question. <laughs> and, I, and I'm not going to answer it, but I'm going to tell Dang you what it. it's not, for sure. <laughs> so, 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 just, is this the truth? I don't know. I want the right to go explore. Sure. We need airships back. They so you think it's like as above, as below? Because a lot of people say that. So as the plane, you have all these planets right. in here. Is what is above a reflection of what is in the plane? Very good. Very, very interesting. Uh, there's a video coming out on the app next week showing how the optics of the sky are no way to prove the shape of the Earth. All right? Mm -hmm. okay. So, so um, my... um. My my uh, app is running a little behind, but we're here's the thing. You asked about the the, the luminaries and the map. No, first 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 the the map. Okay. So the 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 Gleason's map. This is very similar. Um, here's the thing. When the sun moves, like over here, it's over Sydney. I can call my friend PK up and say, Hey, where's the sun and what time is it? He'd be like, Oh, it's noon. 
and it's you know it's at the high point for the day and then i can call somebody up in uh, africa you know wherever it is so there's something right about this map there's something right about it mm -hmm. okay where is america yeah. where is alaska and where's russia on this map well, here, here's the East Coast right here. Here's California. It's so here's Alaska. tiny. It's, under here. <laughs> it's so tiny. I'm sorry. But when, when it's not tiny when you're looking at it. You're looking at it on a, on a small screen. And, uh -huh. um, you don't have a bigger picture? I, I, I actually can make it a little bigger if Thank I go like you. this. Does that help? Yeah. A little, a little better? Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so when, whatever you, um, where, wherever you are, it'll, you'll be between the, your position will be on the line if you drew a line from the bottom where the sun is to the center. That's where your location is. Okay, mm -hmm. and then the sun, wherever the sun is, um, it goes around and it'll it'll show you where the sun is. Like right now, it's morning in Australia. The sun is rising, mm -hmm. right? It's uh, afternoon here and the sun is going away. It's getting dark here in California. It's still got a good a good amount of light, but the, it, the sun is about to set here. Um, and it shows you how that works, all right? There's so much, so much more information on this app. Um, it's it's mind blowing, but we'll. Um, yeah, I tried to download it, but my OS said it's too old. So. What what <laughs> OS do you have? I mean, I have an iPhone, but yeah, but your I OS haven't updated it forever. Point, Fifteen point two or higher, right? Yeah, so I haven't updated like in two years. That's the thing. It, well, then you can't download it. You don't but, have um, a web app? <laughs> no, well, flatearthdave.com, there's tons of information there. You don't need the app. Okay, okay you don't need the every app. Every day, okay. you don't need the app. Every day, there's a new featured video. And I say, watch that video every day for two weeks. And at the end of that, if you think the earth is flat, um, send me your glow proof. But before you do, you have to question mark. Oh, if you don't mark. think it's flat. Mm -hmm. If you don't think it's flat, if you think the earth is a globe, send me your glow proof. And you get three bitcoins? <laughs> Get three bitcoins, but first, before you do it, check the frequently asked questions. Because ninety-nine out of a hundred times, someone asks a question that's already answered in the frequently asked questions. I just send them back. Check this, and then they're like, "Oh," and uh, then then they become flat earthers. Um, when I say flat earther again, I say that because it it's the easiest way to say that we're a level stationary plane. You know, hey, I'm a I'm a horizontal stationary plane earther. Mm -hmm. What? You know, right, like, right. What, what, what the hell is that? I'd rather go with the stigma of flat earth because, you know, screw it. The earth is uh, essentially flat. Flat is a description of level and horizontal. Well, you know, the whole thing is very uh, interesting to me, even outside of flat earth. You know, we've from the content we've talked about a lot on this, I remembered these this book series that my mother bought me as a kid called The Value Tales. And it had all these like famous people Galileo, it had Louis Pasteur, and I know that we just you know blew up Pasteur and his whole uh, paradigm in previous episodes, and and I've read a bunch about him at length, and, and to to learn that that whole story I was told when I was a kid was a bunch of bullshit, and and I remember yeah. and I remember there being another uh, book in that series about Galileo. And, and I'm, and I'm just wondering, I'm like, man, was the value tales like the kids version of the mind fuck of, America, of the world? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, cause all these, I got to go back and look at all the other people that, cause it was like 20 books that, that, that we had and we still have them in a basement somewhere. And so this was, is that really where this started? At least the lie was Galileo. That whole drama was created. Cause I think that's probably the most difficult all of these thing. Guys, we don't know the history. All of, all of these guys 
I say none of them existed. These really? These are all made, made up stories. Galileo made a telescope polishing some glass that can see stuff better than our best telescopes today can. I'm sorry. I'm not buying it. Right. right? It, it, it's, it's absolute nothing. Now, people are like, well, they're, they're all Freemasons. They're made up Freemasons in my book. I don't know. Huh. Um, you know, uh, Aristophanes, the guy that did his Sticks and Shadows, which proves nothing, um, that was like 2,000 years ago. He, um, there's no mention of him proving the size of the Earth until the mid-1900s, okay, hmm. in, the, in a book, where it was inserted by the Rockefellers. The bankers make the books, mm-hmm. teach you to be good banking customers, not bankers. Right. Okay? <laughs> hey, Dave, so, what, uh, on that same note, you know, about making that, what, what is your, your take on the, the topic of... Um, as far as how it tangentially might we relate. We haven't even talked about the luminaries yet. Oh, okay. Well, then, <laughs> we're going to go, we're gonna go to the Okay, luminaries. okay, so go ahead and go there before I ask. Go ahead. All right, so in the heliocentric model, if I said the sun was a yoga ball, how big would the Earth be? Uh, tiny, like a... Like a marble? Like a mar- small marble, right? Okay. Okay, so let's say um, in the, the it's 12 noon... The sun, it's the sun is high, is directly above you. Mm-hmm. Okay, it doesn't go above you in Idaho, but it's close enough. <laughs> and I moved the sun to just a mile above your head, and you looked up. What would you say? You're you're a marble, a fraction of a millimeter away. I would from be dead. You, you, no, no, forget that. But you would see the entire sky, horizon to horizon, would be the sun. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. Okay. So then I move the sun. You know how far away the sun is in the heliocentric model? Uh, like millions, so, millions, millions of miles. Right? miles. 93 million miles. You know how they figured it out? It's such a ridiculous story. I can't even tell you. Tell, tell us. Tell us. Okay. It's, it's just so, it's dumb. <laughs> and, and they keep changing it. They keep changing it. All right. So I'm moving 93 million miles away. It's now the size of a coin held at arm's length. You with me? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Stay with me. We're going to do a little math here. Super simple. Okay. okay. Just stay with me, people. Okay. It's So it reduced. From the entire sky to the size of a coin, just like we see it. Uh-huh. What if I doubled the distance? How much smaller would it get? Use your mind. Mm-hmm. How much smaller would it get? If it's a, you said if it's a if coin. Tw- twice the distance mm-hmm. away. How much smaller so in the sky? Yeah, from a, from a coin. Uh, it would be like, you know, half, you know. So, so some Tiny, people say like it would be nickel. half of, Well, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. It went from the entire sky, which is so big you can't fathom it, to the size of a coin. I if I doubled the distance, wouldn't it get a lot smaller? Yeah. But let's just say half as small as you see it now, okay. right? What yeah. if I made it eight times farther? Mm-hmm. Eight times farther. You you wouldn't be able to Could see, you see it. see it? No. Thank you. You're right. <laughs> okay. Now, but here, I can't prove that because I can't move the sun eight times farther exactly. to prove it. Okay? <laughs> so there's a thing called the angular resolution limit of your eye. Do you know what that means? No. Yeah, I think I... See, well, it means just what it says. The angular resolution limits mm-hmm. of your eye. Mm-hmm. So your eye can only see something that is bigger than a certain angle. What I mean by an angle? There's like no angle here. That's 180 degrees, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when something gets smaller than 0.02 degrees, that's pretty small. Yeah. Right? If I held a a human hair right up here you'd see it but if i moved it all the way back here you think you could see it it's angular size is now too small mm-hmm. okay okay yep for your eye to see so that's the angular resolution limit of your eye 
0.02 degrees. At eight times farther away, we can all agree that the sun is too small to see. Mm -hmm. and, and that's just the angular size. There's a brightness issue too. Every time you double the distance to a light, it's a quarter of the brightness. Mm -hmm. So it would get dimmer and dimmer and dimmer. Okay. So what can we compare that NASA tells us? Well, Polaris. You know what Polaris is? Uh -huh, yeah, North Star. star. Mm -hmm. Our North Star that never moves. We're corkscrewing through space, traveling billions of miles every year, but yeah. Polaris never moves. Yeah. Okay. That's another <laughs> rabbit hole. All right. They tell us Polaris is 46 to 48 times bigger than our sun. All right. So we've got the sun at eight times the distance. By the way, eight times the, di the current distance of the sun is a light hour, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Because it's eight light minutes away, eight times eight is 64. We'll call it a light hour. At a light hour, the sun is provably too small to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got it? Got it. So if we have the, the Polaris, which is 48 times bigger, how far away would it have to be to equal the same size as the sun? Because remember, they tell us the sun is 400 times bigger than the moon, but it's also 400 times farther. That's why they look like they're the same size. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Such okay. a coincidence. So, uh -huh. so how far would I have to move Polaris if the sun is a light hour away, Polaris is 48 times bigger, how far would I have to move Polaris to be the same size? I didn't know that. 48 times an hour. 48 times an hour. 48 hours away. Two light days away. Okay. And it would be visually the same size, which is too small to see. Right. Mm -hmm. So Polaris at two light hours away is visually too small to see by magnitudes. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. And it's supposed to be 44 times the size. Of 48? The 48 times the 48, size. Oh, 48 times the size, but 48 times the, the size 48 times as far is two light hours. Mm -hmm. It's only mm -hmm. two light hours away. Mm -hmm. No, I'm sorry. Two light days away. Mm -hmm. Two light days away. 48 times one hour is two light days. So you can't see it at two light days away. Could you see it at two light weeks away? No. Could you see it at two light months no, away? No, no, no. Could you see it at two light years away? No. <laughs> Could you see it at 200 light years no, away? No, no. Has your brain melted yet? Yeah. Yes. Could you see it at 400 <laughs> light years away? No. This is ridiculous. They tell us it's 433 light years away, and we can see it? Yeah. That that's that makes that's no sense. Stupid. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's Did stupid. you ask Professor Dave that question? Yeah, I didn't hear you ask that one. <laughs> he, he won't let. He won't get. He'll, you know, and here's the thing: light is like sound. If you were a mile away from me, we could see each other barely, and I said, "Hey, you 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 wouldn't be able to hear me." But yeah. if we had a PVC pipe and I yelled through the pipe, yeah. you could hear me. Yeah. Right. Because mm -hmm. it's channeling it. Mm -hmm. Okay. Same thing with light. Light goes through fiber optics forever. Right, right. I don't know how far. But if you have a light, it spreads out. The light itself spreads out. Get a flashlight, hold it an inch from the wall. Get mm -hmm. a light meter and put it and put it on the wall and say, okay, it's uh, 25 lumens. Right. And then move it 10 feet away and put a light meter on the wall. It's now like one lumen, mm -hmm. right? It's, mm -hmm. it's like, and then yeah. move it 20 feet away. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's just going to thin out, thin out, thin out until it's nothing. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. I'm with you. How could we see the sun? How uh, how could we see a star at these ridiculous distances away? 
we absolute ridiculous distances. They make absolutely because no they sense. Are They're so scientifically bright. provable. <laughs> well, so, well, so, so, so here, here's the thing. The moon, it, uh, you've been on a full moon night, no lights around. It's You can read. You can read a book by it. It casts your shadow on the ground. Sure, right? sure, right? sure. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that's one lumen. One lumen is the measurement of light. You go halfway to the moon, it's four lumens. Halfway again, it's 16 lumens. Halfway again, it's 64 lumens. You keep doing that until you're 100 miles from the moon. The moon would have to be over 60 times brighter than we see the sun from Earth for us to see it at one lumen. And that's just the moon, 238,000 miles away. Mm-hmm. Okay? 60 times brighter. Can you imagine the sun twice as bright as it is? You cannot. Right. No one's ever seen anything that bright. Well, so now on on that the top, so you bring up some really good points. Now, obviously, you didn't get to have that conversation with Professor Dave, but I mean, have you ever met any, um, uh, you know, really, really uh, uh, hardcore globalists that that, that, that <laughs> at least respect the math and say, like, I don't know how it works, but um, you're right. You do point out some interesting things about the lumens and all that. Yeah, I mean, there, and a lot of them, a lot of them converted. We have uh, there was a guy named Brian Mullen who is an engineer uh, who put out a series of videos. The trolls went after him so hard, they called his place a business. You know, um, They tried to get him fired. They tried to get him disbarred. They were doing everything because he was crushing it. His videos are in the app under are all scientists in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, are all scientists and pilots in on it. And watch those videos. And then you know, there's videos for everyone. There's simple videos. Um, my channel, D-I-T-R-H, Deep mm-hmm. Inside the Rabbit Hole. I'm also on TikTok, D-I-T-R-H. Check that out. My videos are for the short attention span people, which I okay. used to be one of. Oh, yes. <laughs> um, two, two minutes, three minute videos, four minute videos, one okay. minute videos. Okay. okay. Sure. I tried to get down to a five second video. I think I got one that's 10 seconds, but um, it's difficult to get much across. Yeah. So what was your, uh, what is your biggest, I would say, proof moment where you're like oh my gosh okay it is really flat what what was that well for you yeah so so the thing is when i first you know was looking into it i was like i'm seeing all of these videos of people saying we see too far well you know if we're on a ball right something goes over the curve like my fingernail there it's behind a physical curve zooming in doesn't help mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. right no there's because a it's physical hidden. curve uh-huh. there's a physical curve yep yep physical curve right well our our sun our 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 horizon is a optical horizon all right and so um let me show you how how that works all right so here is have you guys seen my flat earth kitchen? I have not. Okay. It is your so, kitchen? This is my kitchen. It's a flat earth kitchen. So ah. here's my counter. It's kind of hard to say it's flat. And this line here, is this line level? It looks, looks level, like it. Yeah. Right. All right. We're viewing it from, this is the path of the sun. So we're viewing it from the same height. So we're viewing it from a celestial position. So here's the sun coming across nice and level. This is either mountains, city skyline, or just the atmospheric deck of opacity. We're not below it. We're staying above it, right? Okay. Now I have a terrestrial camera on the other end watching it go away. Same thing from the other side from a terrestrial point of view. Look at this line. Is it level? It looks it like it's going level. down. Right. And yeah. Does does a does this look like it's going below? This thing is that yeah. looks like it's at eye level. It does. But it looks like it's below it. Now look, look at this line. This is a level line and this is just going beyond it. And this looks like it's at eye level. 
Okay? okay? That's how perspective works. Now let's watch it compared to a real sunset. Here I am, moving away, level. Here's the sun going down, and look what it's doing. It's going behind the atmospheric deck of opacity, or that could even be mountains in the distance. Right. Mm -hmm. There? Mm -hmm. Okay. So, so it's just going beyond it. It's just going beyond it. Right? Hmm. So the, these lights are all at the same level, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Um, this picture, not one, this is too long. I'll show you this one. So here's the sun going away, and these clouds merge with the horizon. I put these clouds in. And mm -hmm. as they merge, it just goes beyond it. And you can't, this is at your eye level. But you know it's this, these clouds are all at the same height. Right. But everything merges into the horizon. Okay. Mm -hmm. So let's let's take a look at and on how that works. Um, so here's the thing. One of the things you asked earlier is how come we can't see from New York to you know London, the UK. Whatever, yeah. Well, what's big enough for you to see? That's the first problem. The bigger problem is the atmosphere just becomes opaque. Oh, 100 miles, the atmosphere becomes opaque. 150, 200 miles, it becomes opaque. So now, do you see me right now? Careful. Do you see me or do you see the light that's bouncing off of me? The light. The light. Bouncing right. off. Very coarse. We can prove that. Turn off all the lights and then you won't see me. Yeah, mm -hmm. exactly. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now, what's brighter? The light that's bouncing off of me or the source of the light that's lighting me up? The source of the light. Of course. And we can prove that because that's just, you know, that's, that's scientifically provable. So here's a famous viewing spot in Allusion, France. And we're looking out over the ocean, and out here, 175 miles away, is Mount Canago. Well, Mount Canago, from this viewing height, if you take our, you know, in the curvature calculator, you put in your viewing height and the distance, mm -hmm. tells us, the curvature calculator tells us that the very top of Mount Canago should be over a half a mile below the curve. Okay, okay, that's why we can't see it. However, twice a year, the sun goes in between the two tropics. Twice a year, it lines up with Mount Canago and that viewing spot. And on that day that it does, the light that's bouncing off of Mount Canago isn't bright enough to push through the atmosphere. But the sun, which is brighter, is able to push through. And when it goes beyond Mount Canago, it backlights it. And all of a sudden, you can see it. Oh, yeah. And the very, the very top here should be over a half a mile below a physical horizon. You think this is a physical horizon? It's not a physical horizon. Mm -hmm. And now the global argument for this is, well, the sun and the mountain are already over the curve. They're refracting up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Up. And, and okay. I didn't get that at all. I was reading about that, and I'm like, man, this it's because it's nonsense. And your brain, you know better <laughs> than that, than that. Okay, you know better than that, right? So here, here, and look, and that is not a mirage. It's nothing, right? Here is um. A, a tower, a uh, um, oil rig, uh, 9.4 miles away. That doesn't seem like that far, but according to Globe Math, if the camera's one foot off the water, which this camera is, there should be 59 feet of curvature. We can see the surface of the water far beyond. Right. The, mm -hmm. the, the, we shouldn't be able to see the surface of the water beyond 1.2 miles away. Mm -hmm. Okay? From that height, the, the curvature is a foot at 1.2 miles. Okay? Mm -hmm. I think it's, let's call it two miles. Um, but we can see the water way, way, way into the distance. It's because the horizon is optical. What do I mean by that? Right? 
angular resolution limits of your eyes. The sky comes together, and when it meets the water, that's where you can't see anymore. But if I zoomed in, if I zoomed in, I make that bigger and I can see farther. So here's, a, here's an example of that. Um, so here we have the horizon. There's no boats out here, right? So okay. we're zooming in. We're, we're increasing the angular size. And as we increase the angular size, uh, all of a sudden we can see, oh, look, there's a boat. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. Now watch. When we zoom out. Oh, you can even see the people. Well, yeah. When we zoom out, the boat's going to disappear from the bottom up. Right. It's, it's bottom's gone. And then the whole thing becomes too small. And there's and the a curvature like, right there. It's all over the curve. Well, <laughs> well, I'm zooming in on it. I'm not zooming over the curve. I'm zooming in. Right. All I'm doing is changing the angular size. Yeah. So here's a question. Can my finger hide my entire face? No. These little waves in the foreground are bigger than the boat. If that little wave was closer to you. Yeah. Yeah. It could hide my entire face. Yep. It could hide a city skyline. A wave a millimeter above your eye level can hide an entire city skyline in the distance. Because that city skyline is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. Right. Mm-hmm. And it, it hides behind it. Yeah. Right? Everything rises up to just, bef- just below eye level because you can never see far enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're at the water and you're like, where is the horizon? Get a glass of water and hold it up to your eye in front of your eye and look across the surface of the water and that's where the real horizon is and sometimes it'll look closer sometimes it'll look farther um based on uh weather conditions Mm -hmm. Hmm. got it so since we're talking about ships do we have time to talk about navigation paths planes ships yeah let's do that let's do that um so let's talk about some southern flights all right. All right. So we've got our globe, equator. Don't don't get confused. They have some green plant things on here, and they disappear. <laughs> okay. um, the the top half is the north. The bottom half is the south. Uh huh. Right. Right. So if so, use your mind. Okay. You can pick any two locations, any combinations, any two airports that are both in the northern hemisphere. And you're going to fly from one to the other. Would you ever need to go below the equator? I don't think so. Well, unless I mean, you talk about, you know, how full the flight is. Maybe you want to make a vision. A direct flight. A direct direct flight. A direct flight. No, I mean, if it's full. But if the the earth is tilted. Forget the tilt. Doesn't matter. It's tilted or upside down. Yeah. You're going from one northern location to the other. You wouldn't have to. No. You're going. You're going like I'm going from here to here or to here or to here or to here or to here. I'm a direct go flight and then go up. I'm going to go over. I'm going to go. I'm going to go from one location to the other. It doesn't matter. I'm never going to go below the equator. And guess what? You're right. No northern flights do that. No northern flight going from one northern location to another northern location ever crosses the equator. Okay. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Makes sense. Stupid. Yep. Got Same it. thing should be true for southern flights. Yeah. Sure. They, they, why would they go up into the north? But when we look at southern flights, like, what the hell is going on here? And right? you're saying without stopping, right? Direct without, well, flight. Well, no, they're, they're making stops. Some of them make stops, mm-hmm. right? But there's people that want to go um, to, to Johannesburg um, from Santiago. 
but they go all <laughs> Professor the way Dave was Senegal. making fun of you. <laughs> Santiago. I don't even remember what. <laughs> yeah. So here's one, right? They go all the way up to Los Angeles, right? This leg is about the same as going straight over here. Mm-hmm. Why didn't they go over here? Why they needed they to pick up some Americans. I mean, that's, Americans that's, have that's money. Ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 it's ridiculous. more cost um, efficient <laughs> here is a here is the trip this is the trip crossing the equator twice right uh-huh. that's because it's really? basically a straight line right let's look at another one well here here's the thing i'm going to get rid of that um uh they have to pick up more passengers because i'm going to destroy that <laughs> Again, yeah do that stopping in stopping in los angeles right uh-huh. do people want to go to this is one of the peru yeah. Yeah. So there's plenty of people. That's their destination. They go all the way up here. Why didn't they just cut across here? Why did they go all the way up and then all the way down? Look at it. It's pretty much a straight line. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So let's look at one more. Let's look at one more. This one, they go all the way up, all the way up here, and then down. Look at it. It's a straight line. Mm-hmm. Why is it a straight line? Because that's because it's a straight line. This is ridiculous, right? But people say, well, the airlines, that's their hub. They got to go there. Yeah, exactly. Off, right? Okay, so here's the problem. There's a thing called emergency landings. Occasionally, somebody has a heart attack, has a baby. They got to land the plane, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Here's a flight from New York to Hawaii. New York to Hawaii. Okay. It was an emergency right about here, and they went like a 1,000 miles out of the way to go to Seattle. Hmm. Okay, and they got there in like fifteen minutes. Oh, how did how did they do that? So now, right? important question, important question. So, so these are really documented. Yeah, these are really interesting. The, I like. I'm going to show you again. No, no, I'm no, no, no. Memes. I'm showing you memes. Don't believe them. I'm showing you. Go verify. Right, right, right. But but I'm just I'm just asking no. you. You you haven't also seen flight paths that 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 look. Uh, uh, like they should, you know, like you're saying, I mean, where, where they do go well, straight Northern flight paths are, are very similar on a flat earth and a globe earth, um, depending on, on where they're going. Okay. Because, you know, because it's when you get into the South where it's wrapped around a ball. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so look, it's right on the flight path. Let's look at another mm-hmm. one. Seattle. Okay? And you said it took yeah. 15 minutes. They got there very fast. Okay. But again, <laughs> here's another one, Right. Going from London to um, to, to uh, Pakistan. Pakistan, and they went to Moscow. That's that looks like fifteen hundred miles out of the way. Yeah. What? Why did they go there? <clears throat> Look at it. Pick up some Russians. <laughs> Look, it's right on. <clears throat> excuse me, it's right on the flight path. That is interesting. Let's just keep yeah. going. Let's keep going. Let's just keep going here. What about this one? Dallas to Beijing, stopped in Calgary. Why did they go to Calgary? Look at it. Because this is the path. Calgary's right on the flight path. Again. Mm-hmm. Again. Okay. This isn't the save money. This isn't the, <laughs> you know, right? Moscow again. Why? Oh, they got a great great airport there and a great yeah, hospital. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so we went 1,500 miles. So that what's that going to take? Three more hours to get there. Okay. Or did they just stop? Right exactly on their flight route. Mm-hmm. Right hmm. exactly on their flight route. How many of these do you need? How many? I can yeah. keep going. 
There's 16 emergency landings. Do one more. One more. Well, my, my, my point I was making was, have you ever seen a a uh, um, Sydney to um, Johannesburg direct flight, or you've just, you've never been able to find it. It, it never is. No, actually, it, we, we'll talk about that. No, we used to think that that flight didn't exist, but we were wrong. Oh, okay? It does okay. exist. It, it does. Exist. Okay. Yeah. So um, why is this showing like that? Oh, Wellington. There we go. Um, so here's a book. You can buy it on lulu.com called 16 Emergency Landings. Proving Flat Earth, or you can just go online, Google it. You'll find there's a full PDF online, and you can read it online. Full book. Okay. okay? I, I like having books because who knows when all this digital stuff is just going to disappear. That's right. Um, documents it, the flight pass, the times, the pass, everything, all the news stories. It's all documented in here for you to verify. There's 16 of them. You just found a 17th one that just happened recently. Um, but these absolutely 100% prove the Earth is flat. I like it as a coffee table book because if somebody comes over and they pick it up, they become a flutter. Okay. <laughs> okay. I'll get it um, just for that. So Santiago, Sydney. Um, on a, they, the Globers say, this is the flight that this proves the flat earth, right? Because the flight path, they go from Santiago. This is, this is the actual flight path up to across the United States and then all the way down, right? And if they want to go to Western Australia, it gets worse. They go all the way up, all the way over here to China, and then they go down. What? Well, if you look at that, this is the, on a flat Earth. Go all the way up, across the United States, China, Western Australia. It's a straight line. Uh... Okay? But here's the problem. They say, they say, um, this is, uh, they say this is, um, too long. It's too long of a path. Okay. It, it's too long of a flight. The problem is, um, in the, in the app on, the on the Southern flight, if you hit the, what about Southern flights? It shows you how they do it. They have this one plane, um, that has seven layers of heat resistant paint to me. Sounds like it might be going a little faster than they tell us. We show you how the air currents work at a high, that flies at a higher altitude. And this plane is probably flying at like 800 miles an hour with a 200 mile an hour tailwind. All right. That'll okay. get it twice the distance in half the time. Hmm. <clears throat> hey, um, we're way over. And we I are. Oh, okay. yeah. Yep. Any, 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 let me just uh, tell people where they can find me. Yeah, do that. Flat Earth Dave, Dave.com. I got the crash course there. Take it. You got the app there. If you, if you have a show, you want to book me, um, it's um, book Dave. If you're having an issue with the app, with your phone, support, everything is there. Um, FlatEarthDave.com. Well, thank you so much, Dave, for coming on the thank show. You. Yeah, and we had a great time, time. To explain it to us. Yeah, we appreciate you so much. Thanks for all the work all right. you do. Thank you, Dave. I appreciate. I appreciate it. Thanks, and send me a link when this is up. We then will. I'll share will. it on the app in the interview section. Thanks so much. Thank awesome. You. Take nice. care, Dave. All right, Fabby. <laughs> another very, very interesting <laughs> episode. I mean, what, what, uh, what is the season bringing? Well, what? you know, so, so I think it's important we, we qualify. I mean, I think flat earth was a topic that kept coming up, Yeah. you know, uh, we were joking about it and all this. And again, I still am, you know, even after he explained, I, I am, um, uh, I'm open to whatever, but I mean, I, I'm still trying to see completely 
why I need a dog in that hunt specifically. But, you know, he, he may have, it's, it's not up for me to decide for other people. Mm-hmm. You know, you listen, you, you come to your own conclusions. Mm-hmm. I mean, if anything, you, you can't say that Dave's not interesting. Yeah, he's an interesting guy. And it's a research that we haven't really dove into ourselves. Like the virology research. I mean, we read, you know, a lot. A ton, yeah. And we talked to a lot of you know, actual, you know, doctors and uh, people in the field. So this is a little different because we're just starting, I guess, the journey of trying to figure out, okay, where are we? And I think that is important. To me, at least, that is important. If the virology thing was a lie, what else are they lying about? So I definitely want to dive into the rabbit hole. All right. Well, I think uh, we'll conclude now, but make sure to join us to continue the conversation on our Telegram channel at the Collective Resistance Podcast. You can also find us on uh, Twitter at TCRP12. Uh, I, we did add a YouTube channel, yep. the Collective Resistance Podcast. Go check it out. Subscribe. We're, we're putting little clips from each episode there to kind of uh, tease the episode. And, and then, link it to Rumble. That way we don't get Yeah, the, the and... full interviews are hosted on Rumble. So, yes. all right. Fabby, that's another episode in the books. What do you want to tell everybody? Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening and watching. Stay healthy, stay safe, and stay curious.